0: hello and welcome to episode 27 of the geek heart games podcast it is labor day so have a happy safe holiday whatever you're doing if you're listening to this on monday if you're listening to it later then i hope you had a good time i don't know i'm sam and if you're not in the u.s why are you working oh you know i was gonna check this i was gonna be like i wonder because i I think aleandro said it was a long weekend so i was like do they have labor day as well in canada i don't know i meant to do my homework and Mm -hmm. then i did not um so if you guys are in other countries and you had to work on monday sorry that's that's too bad Um, we felt real bad for you when we were staying home playing video games so yeah all right let's get this back on track i am sam Suvak alongside cody t Cody, how you doing?
1: I'm doing pretty good, Sam. Glad to be here. we uh got a lot to talk about today. I'm excited. A lot of cool stuff.
0: Yeah. We got our semi-matching shirts on, so once again, I'm feeling yeah, good I
1: don't, about it. Man, I, can, I can hike up.
0: Hike, hike, I can show, hike me, show, up. Me, show me some... <laughs> I can't talk. I'm so excited. Show me those shoulders.
1: <sighs> Sun's out. Gun's out. Oh, Summer's over. But we're still doing... Okay.
0: Okay. That was great. I
1: don't know people get
0: flexed. So good, yeah, that. we flex because we got such big muscles. Like they probably they didn't even fit all the way on the screen because like they're so big they can't fit in the frame. God. No,
1: no. <laughs> okay. Um.
0: <laughs> Man, I don't even know what we're doing today. It's it's too hot in my bedroom. I can't think properly. Um. <laughs> so, just a just a little little a little fun fact about the Geek Heart family. We recently played a game of d d for the first time we got a little group together we had a lot of people yeah. it was their first time um so we got a group together from people in our discord uh mike was our fearless dm and he did a great job getting us started on here we had a lot of fun cody do you want to talk about it a little bit
1: yeah so as we've kind of talked about like i've been really getting into d d and like i was like i really want to play a game um, so we kinda put the feelers out there. We're like, hey, who wants to play D D? We had a uh, i think we had about six people. Um and like going into it I was very nervous because I've never played D D. So I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna fuck up because like all I know is the stuff I hear on podcasts of D D that I've listened to.
0: I feel like we're pretty um, well trained from listening to these D and D podcasts though.
1: I mean, yeah, like I was kinda like, okay, I kinda got the hang of this. Like yeah. there's some small stuff I just needed some answers on, but uh so yeah, um so I am a half orc berserker named Urserok. Sam,
0: what is your character? I am also a half orc uh sorcerer. I'm a wild magic sorcerer. <laughs> oh my god, I can't talk tonight. A sorcerer. Um and, and my name is Urstrella, but I go by Trell, and we just happen to be brother and sister half orcs. So Hell yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh um, see it. It was a lot of fun. Um, in good fashion, Megs died in the first fight, and I feel like we all had a bet going for that. So,
0: um, <laughs> I mean, technically she didn't die. She just fell unconscious for a she while. She fell
1: unconscious. Um,
0: so. <laughs> we had a tough know. time that first battle.
1: Yeah, it was a little rough. Uh, someone's character uh, just wants to persuade everybody to be nice. Um, is a pacifist. Figures. so, um,
0: But your character actually got all the kills like you killed everybody
1: He yeah, pretty much and then one of uh, them think... ran off yeah so... i used
0: my powers of persuasion to get this one to run off so yeah Real good.
1: um so there was in total throughout the entire session there were six goblins and i killed four of the six so <laughs> i was leaving that D session pretty fucking happy um, I like, <laughs> guys this is for me i just kill stuff um uh so we're doing kind of i think like a basic campaign uh that mike has put together Mm -hmm. and uh we're about to enter into a cave next time we play and uh some of us are looking a little rough for wear uh but the rest of us aren't so much so hopefully we can survive um i had a ton of fun like i don't know like Maybe it's part of like when we do two Guardians, we're role playing mm-hmm. two Destiny characters. So, role playing as a half orc berserker and just the dumb stuff I got to do was really funny. Like, we came upon a pit trap, and Sam was like, Why don't you throw uh, the halfling druid in our party? Uh, that's Alejandro's character. And I turned and grabbed Sam's character and chunked her across this pit she's safely landed on another side because i have all the strength in the world.
0: It's <laughs> a good throw. Both um, both literally with your dice and figuratively in the game.
1: So Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, i i had a blast like i really and like i'm like well now I want to go like find other people to play D&D with cuz like I just want to have all the D&D games going on. I want to play <laughs> all of them. And what did you think about it Sam? Did you have fun?
0: Oh yeah, I had a good time. I had a good time. I'm I'm uh-huh. excited to play some more. Like it took us a while to really get into it. Part of that was because we had some problems with Roll 20, the site that we were using. Oh yeah. It took us a really long time to try it because it has video and audio that you can use yeah, we on should. the site. Um, um didn't work out. We ended up having to switch the audio to Discord because like there were at least yeah. three of us who'd had problems trying to get it to work and we just couldn't get it to work. Um, so we had a kind of late start, but now everybody's like getting the feel of it and getting the feel of their characters. So I think it's it's gonna be a lot of fun once we we get back into it. So
1: yeah, we should uh, give a shout out to it's roll 20net It's yep. like a digital Dungeons and Dragons board you can use. And so like if you're looking to start a D and D group and like you have three friends but you're all living in different locations, like it this is like a perfect tool mm-hmm. for you to use. Like um, and Mike seemed to. Like, Mike was having some issues with it at times, but he was doing really good with it, yeah. I felt. And, like, it seems pretty easy to figure out after a while. So, definitely give it a shot. It was a, it was a really cool tool. And yeah. I finally figured out his issue. So, when we started, the cameras were huge, and they took up, like, half my screen.
0: <laughs> they did. They were big. Luckily,
1: through a little bit of editing after we finished, I figured out how to make them very tiny.
0: So, oh, I, somebody told us how uh, while we were playing, and I got mine. I nice
1: was thinking see it in discord because we had discord up um so (laughs) i think next time will be a lot better about seeing the map
0: yeah yeah so and also we use dndbeyond.com to set up our character character sheets sheets, because it's real helpful if you're not familiar just kind of takes you step by step all the stuff you have to fill out um mike and his wife treva took us through a little training session to do that um some of us still screwed stuff up on it um me and Meg's. I thought some stuff was optional to fill in. It was not. He's like, go back and fill yeah. it in. I was like, okay. So, but uh, but yeah, so it's really good, and we had a good time. We're looking forward to playing some more. So.
1: And the uh, D Beyond is also a really good tool because uh, I don't know. I just got bored the there today, and I started reading up on all the classes and races and stuff, and it was really cool. There's a lot of inter- yeah. interesting stuff on there. Um. And if you have a Twitch account, you can link those. And I think you get a lot of access that you normally don't get if you don't have a Twitch account. Yeah, so
0: that's, yeah, nice. that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So yeah, there we go. All right, All right uh, let's get into some video game talk. Cody, I know you have something you want to talk about desperately, but before yeah. we get into that, let me tell you about my big excitement, okay? Okay. Now, I, I believe I texted you earlier this week and said hey cody i'm playing rise son of rome and i think you would really like this game and then either you never texted me back or my phone is screwed up and i just never got the text because that happens frequently so do you remember that did you get my text i did did you text me back
1: i think i woke up read it and went back to sleep because i was napping
0: fair enough so that's my bad See, it's just like, I can never tell. I'm like, I don't know. Is it my phone? People don't respond. If I don't reply to you, (laughs) just know that I love you. But this phone is, it just had an update. I told you yesterday it had an update and it changed the text message thing. And I thought it was going to make stuff better. Because I used to not be able to get um, like group party texts that have photos like, it wouldn't load. I'd have to, like, turn off my Wi-Fi and then, like, go click on things individually and try to load them. And they would load in weird orders. It was weird. It's like I hated being part of a group text message. But then last night, my stepmom texted me and my sister these two pictures, and they came up just fine. And I was like, oh, my God, it's fixed. Um, but then today, this guy from work apparently texted me a picture and a message, and I got the message and not the picture. So it's not fixed, this this phone. Um this is a Motorola G5 Plus. Um, I mean, I don't really recommend it. It's just FYI, so it's got issues. But hey, what are you going to do? <laughs> okay, let me get back on track. I'm sorry. I'm so easily distracted. But Rise, Son of Rome. Now, this is spelled R-Y-S-E for reasons unknown. Um, but uh, it's a game that's on Game Pass right now for Xbox. And I it was Microsoft Studios, so I guess it was maybe one of their exclusive games. I don't know. But it is so much fun, Cody. So you are playing as a Roman soldier, and so you've got your shield and your sword, and it's that type of fighting. Like I like from Hellblade and stuff, and like from For Honor. So, you know, so you've got your like your light attack, your heavy attack, you dodge, and your like block parry that you have to get your timing just right. Um So the really cool thing about this, so you're fighting, and once the enemy gets low, he gets a little skull over his head, and you can push a button to trigger an execution. And so when you go into the execution, it goes down into slow motion, and there are these quick time prompts, and I'm doing quick time in air quotes, because these are like... The longest quick time prompts <laughs> in the history of the world. You have so much time to push these buttons. It's like no problem at all. Um, and you're either pushing uh, yellow or blue. I guess I don't know what letters they are, but they're yellow or blue on your Xbox controller. Um, doesn't matter.
1: Yellow is yellow is Y.
0: Yellow is Y. Blue is X. Then.
1: Yes, yeah. blue is X.
0: Yeah, and so your enemy will just flat like highlighted which color you need to push. And so, like, you push it, and, like, your guy is, like, whoa. And then you push the next one, he's, like, whoa. And then, like, to push again, he's, like, whoa, and, like, kills him gruesomely. And there are a bunch of different executions he can do, like, depending on, I guess, the setup or where you are. Um, and then you get XP points, and when you get more XP points, you can go spend them, and you can buy different types of executions. So, yeah. real cool, right? And then if you play your cards right, and you're fighting multiple enemies, which a lot of this, like, you really have to get your attention because you're, like, you're fighting one guy, but then this other guy's coming up to you, so you have to, like, parry at just the right time and then switch over and hit him and do stuff. Um, But if you get two of them where they're down real low and they both get their skeletons to pop, and they're close I mean, their skulls above their head, and they're close to each other, and you trigger your execution, you're going to trigger a double execution. And so one guy's going to be highlighted and you'll go and get him and then like other guys highlight and you go and you get him and then you switch back and forth and you're just like slicing these guys up and it is so fantastic so that's really fun okay now you're this Roman soldier. And so sometimes you're off on your own and you're just fighting enemies and you're doing stuff. But sometimes you are with your battalion or whatever you know your group of soldiers is called. And so you've got different things. So say you're fighting and then you'll get a prompt where you can command your soldiers to fire a volley of arrows. And sometimes like you'll fire them to help uh, cover you or sometimes they're going at an enemy somewhere else. Um, sometimes there are these like pretty big... But like crossbows, I think they're called Scorpios, where they like shoot really heavy arrows. And these are fantastic because, like, you push LT, the left trigger, to aim in, and then you just push the RT to shoot. And the lock on aiming in this game is fantastic, okay? You just like <laughs> slightly in their area and it automatically pulls you over to them. So, aiming, if you don't fight it, is just perfect. Let me say also, I'm playing on easy. So, that's that's fine. It's great. Um so you've got that. And then sometimes you'll get your whole squad right there with you and you know the thing the Romans did where they would walk and then they'd like all put their shields up and form like a protective thing Failing. like if, like if yeah if if arrows are coming at them so you're having to advance with your team and so you're walking and then like you can see when the arrows start to come so you have to push the button and you all put your shields up and you protect yourselves and then you walk some more and then when you get close enough you can do your trigger and get everyone locked on and then you throw your your javelin spears and you take out the enemy and it's just so awesome and it's really well done the way you go from like fighting singularly to having your unit with you and that was a lot of fun um so the story about this game, you're this soldier, and you start out the game, like, there's this big battle going on. Emperor Nero is, like, freaking out because there's barbarians storming Rome. He goes to, like, his special hidden room or whatever, and you go up with him, and he's like, oh, God, I'm safe. Save me from the barbarians. And then your guy's like, okay, but here's the thing. Let me tell you a story about how we got here. And so then it's like a flashback to everything that led up to this. And, um... So your soldier guy, he he seems middle aged, like thirties or so, but I guess he like just got his soldier, I not license, but I don't know, he just got his soldier, up- soldier <laughs>
1: license.
0: I don't know, he just he just probably, got something. Uh, he probably
1: passed the uh, school of soldiering.
0: Yes, yeah, he passed with flying colors, so he came home. He was so excited to tell his dad, because his dad was like a war hero. Um, so they're like, yeah, I'm so proud of my son. Uh, barbarians attack, kill his family. As they do. Yeah, Perfect timing, right? yeah. So, um, so throughout this whole thing, you're fighting the barbarians, and like you go to different places. Like You have to go to this like swampy... Creepy ass place where the people there wear these huge, like animal masks that look really scary. Um, and like they like to lock people in this wicker man, which was this giant wooden man structure where they locked the soldiers in that and then set it on fire. And they were just gonna burn them up. Which to me, if you're gonna put that much effort into building this giant man statue, why set it on fire? Yes, Cody.
1: Uh, Wicker Man. Really good movie with uh, Nicholas Cage in it. I feel um, like I've seen that
0: movie, device. but I don't recall.
1: It's a torture device. It's like really... Um, I'm trying to remember. There was a story about people, a group of soldiers who got killed in Wicker Man. Mm. Um, yeah, it's like a really fucked up torture device that they used back then.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. burning people alive, it's horrible.
1: I want to say they started doing After the Trojan Horse Thing happened. Oh, that's a good idea. They were like... They were like, don't trust anybody. It was inside a wood thing.
0: You never know what's in that wood. That's what she said.
1: (laughs) Sorry. David Sam, come on. (laughs) Um
0: but yeah, so it does some really neat things. Just the way they the I almost called it a movie because the way the game is shot is very cinematic. And like you'll be fighting, and then like you'll turn and like the camera will pan around to like move to the next thing. And it's just like it feels like, kind of like you're watching an epic movie and it just, it was really cool. Like I was hooked in I was like, man, I want to play this a lot. Um, I don't want to like get to spoilers, but like there was this prophecy at the end and I was like, Oh, I wonder how that's going to work out. And then when you see how it works out, I was like, Oh my God, that was really cool. Um, so that was fun. Um, Cody, this has a Multiplayer, which again I'm using air quotes for this multiplayer because like I thought you were gonna go into it and you were gonna be fighting other players um but actually you get a buddy and you guys go into a gladiatorial arena together and you're fighting off enemies together, which in the I game don't. campaign there's a part where you actually you get to go be a gladiator and you do this and it's it's really neat because it is one of those things where like yes, you're just fighting people, but then, like they used to have like really elaborate um, kind of like theatrical productions and like mm-hmm. sceneries and props that would come up. And so like, if you're fighting on the river, it would have all this stuff there. And then like these platforms would come up and you'd move to the next scene. Um, so it was really cool. But yeah, so this this co-op multiplayer, was actually pretty cool. I only played one match of it. Um, but the neat thing about this one, Cody, so you're playing together. And then I guess if you both are at an enemy with the skull over his head and you both trigger the execution at just the right time. You do like a double team up execution. And like you guys, I, you don't have to do the quick prompts for this one. Cause I guess it wouldn't work out. It just does it cinematically, but it like shows you guys taking turns and like taking this enemy out. And it was really cool. So I had a blast with this game. I think it's only like six or seven hours to play through the campaign. Um, and I just, I I think you would like it a lot. And I think we should play that multiplayer co-op together. I think it'd be a lot of fun. So It
1: sounds really cool. Yeah. Um, I remember watching the E3 where this game was announced hmm. because it was a Xbox One exclusive and it was one of the first games they were going to get. Okay. And I remember being like, this looks terrible because <laughs> the gameplay at the time, all they showed was quick time events. Like oh. it was just this soldier running and they constantly doing quick time events. And it's like, is that the entire game, but now that I know there's more,
0: it no, sounds yeah. really
1: interesting. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, love... I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Go ahead. Okay, I love Greek and Roman stuff, mm-hmm. like, a lot. Uh, so, yeah, and that co-op does sound really cool, yeah. so I definitely give that a shot. So I'll have to get on the Xbox and download that.
0: It's it's great. I forgot one really important thing about how this works. So I said you do your executions right, um, but if you're if you're just mu- button smashing and not paying attention, you'll accidentally kill the guy before you can trigger the execution, and that's no bueno. Because you can use the D pad to select different perks that you want to get when you execute someone. So you can select to get extra health, um, extra oh. XP, which I try to do XP a lot, um, focus, because you also have a focus ability where you can slam your shield down and it puts everybody in slow motion, so you get like bonus time to attack. And then the fourth one was like extra damage, which I guess theoretically you should do if you were like fighting a boss or something, but I never once did that damage. I was usually going back and forth between health and XP, so... Um, but it's really cool because like, you just get to pick like what you want to focus on at that point um, with your executions and you just switch it on the fly. So, I don't know. It's great. So, I think they had a real good exclusive there that maybe didn't get the attention it deserved. Or at least, you know, this n- new yeah, those, PlayStation uh, person didn't know much about it. So,
1: the early Xbox One titles didn't get a lot of love because not a lot of people love the Xbox. So
0: Yeah, but it's That's good. good. You if it. you got Game Pass, you guys should check it out. So, all right. all right, Cody. Some stuff has happened this week, and some stuff has you have some certain excitement about it that you want to yes. want to talk about. Let
1: me first start by apologizing. The next few weeks are going to be very filled with Destiny Two talk, and I am not sorry about it at all. <laughs> uh so this week in destiny 2 we got the 2.0 update which has changed the game drastically
0: yes we got
1: the introduction of primary secondary and heavy ammo um where now certain guns use a certain type of ammo so like you can and they moved around a lot of weapons so now you can equip a shotgun as like a secondary um instead of having like two scout rifles now you can have like a scout rifle and a shotgun before shotguns were always in your last slot and so you would have to get certain ammo for it and this is a very big change because like it completely changes how you play the game like a lot like now you don't have to be like well now that's in close range so i guess i would put a hand can on because that's my close range gun now you can have a second a shotgun as a your first weapon and you're good uh, they've added a lot of changes to how the map works and how, like, the milestones are working. So challenges... Like, before, we always on this left side of the screen. Mm-hmm. Now they're actually in the activity you're doing. So, like I say you want to do a Crucible match. You click on Crucible. It's like, hey, complete a, complete a Crucible match for the day. And, like, it's just, like, small things that are, like, really helpful um, but I think the changes to the way guns are working right now are a big help uh, like going into the crucible feels a million times better like I can run a sniper as my secondary and normally snipers were always in the last slot so if you want to use it you would have to get the heavy ammo well heavy ammo only spawns one time on the map like every three minutes so you're fighting with your teammates and your enemies. Now you can snipe whenever. Like, I uploaded a clip to my Twitter that was, like, me sniping two dudes and, like, getting to shoulder charge another person uh, because Titans get their one-shot shoulder charges back and it's the most beautiful thing ever. Just <laughs> flying somebody, whacking them upside the head with a hammer and they instantly die. Um, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, and, like, I am getting really excited for Forsaken next week. Uh I actually got a piece of Forsaken armor Mm -hmm. because they were allowing some Forsaken gear to drop um, through the flashpoint this week was on uh, Mars. So if you did all the stuff for Anna Bray, you got a uh, Engram and most people were getting Forsaken gear. Uh, I'm not looking forward to the first set of Titan gear because it looks like a weird set of umpire gear (laughs) from uh, baseball. Like, you just look like you have shoulder you have pads all over your body. And, like, I saw someone who had the pants, and I saw someone who had the helmet, and I was just like, oh, God, this looks so bad. But uh, hopefully you get some better gear eventually. Um,
0: Did you see that picture I tweeted that was the new Titan armor, and it was just, like, these gigantic oh, yeah. shoulder pads, like, bigger than the person?
1: So I am a Titan main. Like, I have loved my Titan uh, since Destiny 1. But, yeah, like, we have some ridiculously huge shoulders for no fucking reason like i don't need that much plating around my shoulders i don't think these are like really shooting me do you know what um, i bet it
0: is i bet the very first titan had a real bad accident where he got one of his arms lopped off and he's like fuck that i'm getting these shoulders protected never again, never again. He,
1: became, <laughs> he became an armor an armor yes. smith and um so like this week bungie has just been releasing tons of new info about forsaken the future of destiny 2 and like I understand people like to give destiny shit, but like, I am so excited to have what, and like what they said in a video was I'm excited to have a hobby where every day I can log on to destiny and have something to do. And like, they're introducing titles to the game. And like the only other game I can think of that had this was like World of Warcraft, where like you go do challenges and like you get a title for it. Like, in World of Warcraft there was a title for catching like it was getting all these achievements related to fishing and they gave you the salty <laughs> title so you were like salty and then your character's name well like i hope there's something stupid like that in this game where it's like win 100 crucible matches you get the title salty um
0: no that would be if you like, lose 100 crucible matches then l- you be lose salty hundred, about yeah.
1: it <laughs> they're adding lore into the game and like you guys know i love some destiny lore like it's so cool uh yeah, I'm, like, the, t- the weapon changes were really cool, but, like, I'm just, I'm looking forward to getting my hands on a bow. Like, I think bow yeah. shotgun is going to be my thing. Uh, Last night I was running strikes just for fun. I haven't ran strikes for fun in so fucking long. I can't even tell you last time. I was like, what I really want to do today run some strikes. Um, Hard pause. My brother has called me three times. I'm worried it's an accident, so I'm going to okay. answer it. Okay. Okay. He's about to me. Okay. I wrote a really I was like, okay, that's three in a row. I probably should answer this one. Okay. So I've been doing strikes for fun for the first time in forever. Um, because, like, each time I would load into a strike, I was like, well, I want to try a different setup. So, like, one round I'd go in and I'd have a shotgun as my secondary and, like, I had the Huckleberry, the submachine gun that's awesome. And, like, I was destroying everything and having a blast. And, like, I feel like... They've fixed ammo where, like, now your strongest weapon, you're not constantly running in ammo for. Like, you, it feels refreshing to, like, not have to be like, well, I can't use this gun too much because mm-hmm. I have to swap. But now it's just like, nope, like, if you like a certain gun, just use it, and ammo's dropping like crazy. And, like, it's the little things that are making the game feel fun and vibrant again, even though they're not making, like, drastic changes until, like, next week. Like, we're not getting new content until next week. We talked last week, I think, about how they were introducing the Barons.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I've not seen one yet. like, um, And that's another thing. During strikes, they've started adding, uh, like, I think this will tie in later on when we get the update to bounties. There are these wanted enemies that show up in the middle of your strike, like almost like they're invading. Like, if There's something that's not supposed to be there. Huh. Um, like, I was doing one, and there were vex everywhere, but then magically there's a taken wizard there. And, like, it was, like, wanted, and, like, hey, she had a name, and, like, I wonder if that's going to tie into a bounty where it's, like, hey, go in and kill some wanted enemies. We need them gone. That's cool. Um, and, like, I was, like, that's interesting. Like, it's cool to have something surprising happening in a strike. Like, because normally you don't really just run through being mindless. Um, but, yeah, like, I'm loving Destiny 2 so much, and, like, like I said, I'm not sorry, but I am sorry that, like, you guys are just going to hear me constantly raving about it for the next couple weeks because um, Forsaken is going to be... Uh, just mind blowing. Like I'm so ready for it to get here. Sam, you were making a lot of faces during that entire time.
0: Yeah, I was. Um I'm glad that you are loving it and having such a great time with it. I have not had a similar experience with it. Really? Yeah. Um so I mean I guess I was kind of ready for a little destiny break too, like Before Forsaken, I was like, all right, this will be fine. Um, I did, right before the update, that Monday night, I got on and went to the tower and then, like, started... The initial campaign. It was with one of my other characters that hadn't done it for Solstice of Heroes, just because I loved Solstice of Heroes so much, and I wanted to, like, just save some video footage of the tower with the confetti, and just have some of that, for keepsakes, because I'm like, we're not gonna get this again, you know? So I wanted to save it, and while I did that, I was like, man, I had such a good time with Solstice of Heroes, like, if it wasn't ending, like, maybe I'd start it again on a different character, you know? <laughs> it's like, I loved it so much. So, like, that was my mindset, and then this, this update happened, and I was like, huh. This is okay. I thought the new map, like the first thing you see, like, yeah, this map looks cool. Um I I don't know, I liked having all of my milestones over there on the left together, and now I'm having to get used to them being in different places. I'm like, that but that's fine, it's fine. Um I did some updates, and you know, it used to be you would hit your milestone and be like, hey, congrats, you did that. Uh, go to the tower and claim your reward. And now you don't do that, you just your reward pops with whatever you would normally be getting at the end of stuff, which is good because it saves you from having to take the trip to the tower. But then also it's, it's like not entirely satisfying. It's like, wait, but where's my <laughs> special reward? Like I just, okay, stuff popped, but like, what was my special one? I don't know. So I just kind of feel like I wasn't getting as much special. Um, I went and played some Crucible Cody. It's one of the first things I did. Cause like, I love Crucible. Crucible's, I have a blast mm. in it. Um, immediately, I was like, "Oh, this is this is really different for me from what I'm used to," um, and I don't don't care for it, don't care for it at all. Um, part of it is the new having access to the heavier power weapons uh, from the get go. Uh, part of it, I was like, "This is just like I'm just getting slaughtered. Like I can't do anything. Like I'm playing so horribly." And I looked up and I was like. What, do, what did they do to Crucible? Because I feel like they did something to Crucible. And so apparently they've changed some stuff where, like, your critical hit shots now do more damage. And so there's, like, a faster time to kill. Um,
1: oh, yes. Thanks, so
0: God. the body shots are the same. Um, and then I was reading this article, and it was like, yeah, so these changes that they're making, like, in the old Destiny 2... Like, whoever got off the first shot would have a sort of an advantage in a firefight. And also, if you were close to other teammates, you would have an advantage in the firefight. And those are gone now. And the article said it was like, they put that stuff in as kind of like a hand-holding um, way to let people play Destiny 2. And now it's gone. And I'm like, well, shit, I feel... I feel bad because now I, I'm not I was never good at Crucible but I'd say I was decent at Crucible and like I could have a good time with it and feel like I was productive even though you know I die a lot that's fine uh, but now I'm just like complete shit and I'm like I feel bad because like I needed that hand-holding way like I'm not good enough to play Destiny the way it was meant okay. to be played like I, I needed know. the easy version
1: um, uh, I don't think there's a hand-holding I think there <laughs> is an issue with Crucible currently and it is the fact that these most of the maps were designed with 4v4 in mm-hmm. mind and you'll know they yeah. they made it 6v6 yeah. like midway through the last season. And so there are you're getting into gunfights more often cuz you don't got to run from point A to point B to get to see somebody. Mm-hmm. You start at point A and halfway to point B there's someone right there to yeah. fight. So there are there are a few maps that are made v six, like they feel comfortable with six people on them or 12 people um but then there are maps where 12 people is way too much like it is crowded mm-hmm. you're constantly dying over and over and i do think so the, the destiny 2 pvp meta has now kind of shifted back to kind of some destiny 1 stuff and shotguns are really strong sometimes and it's kind of bullshit but i guess the trade-off is like in pvp you don't start with so much secondary ammo and you kind of have to rely on getting a kill picking up the ammo or your teammate dying next to you when you pick up their ammo um i haven't been running shotguns very much in crucible i like the sniping like Mm -hmm. i I like getting a headshot and like this dude thinks he's like i'm gonna outgun me and i hit him in the head and i win the fight um
0: yeah you're that guy i'm the guy that that you killed
1: (laughs) um (laughs) But yeah, the time to kill I've definitely noticed it uh cuz like I was like man I'm just going to run in here and shoulder charge people cuz like well, shoulder charge is now a one shot kill and I've noticed like if I do that and like there's two people there and they're smart enough to shoot me I'm dead. Like, yeah. There's no surviving it. Um I was like think, think they were just like you're you're good at PvP Sam. Um not
0: anymore. I Cody. Just,
1: I just feel like I do think when we get the new maps cuz the new maps will be signed for 66. Okay. Um and Are they coming be with forsaken yeah and they'll be free for everybody okay so and we get like a bonus one those would be us plus people cool um anyway. we should talk about that for a second Hmm. so playstation gets exclusives from for destiny that like it takes a year for anybody else to get them and while like part of me is like that's cool like i picked the right platform i do think that sucks for the xbox pc people because like we're getting the void exotic trace rifle which would complete the trace rifle like trifecta like we got the cold heart and we had uh prometheus lens and that was arc and uh, solar this is the void one and we get it exclusively for a year and i kind of think that sucks and like I also think giving us, like, we get an extra strike that no one else gets, I think that also sucks because, like, that is content you are robbing from people that they don't get. Like, people, like I know so many people are so excited for next week because they finally get a shot at the Borealis, the mm-hmm. sniper rifle, because that's been exclusive for uh, all this time. And, like, I get it. Sony's voting with their wallet and being like, hey, give us the good stuff so yeah. our people are happy.
0: Yeah,
1: But, like, I wish Bungie would, like, maybe this deal... Like goes away eventually, and if d three is a thing, hopefully in d three we're uh you know we're not having exclusive stuff anywhere. It'd be nice for everybody, <laughs> um, but until then, I'm gonna bask in the glory at my point, yeah. trace rifle you were saying something,
0: but yeah, so anyway, um, I did not have fun in crucible, and okay. it made me not want to play destiny anymore. I was in a bad mood, and so then I went to. Go check out these new guns. I was like, okay, so how does this work? I I infused into Origin Story to make it stronger because, you know, I love that gun. Then I was going to go infuse some other stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah, these resources things that I don't have now. And I yeah. got super pissed, Cody. I was like, fuck <laughs> this. I'm not going on resource runs. I'm not going to go gather this shit just so I can infuse my weapons and then, like, Two days later, I'll get higher weapons and have to infuse again. I'm like, fuck you. I'm not infusing weapons anymore. And actually, I'm probably just not going to play Destiny anymore. Um, I was so mad. I was so mad. You know, I get mad. Um, I was like, I don't even know if I want to buy Forsaken. But of course, I'm going to buy Forsaken. And I'm probably going to love Forsaken because they do the story so well. And it's going to pull me in and I'll be like, yes, this is why I love Destiny. Uh, But I feel like they should not have done this update a week before forsaken i feel like they should have just done it all together you're giving lots of changes but give me something that's gonna make everybody happy give me that new content to to make me happy
1: uh as someone who it took them five hours to download a 35 gigabyte update i'm very (laughs) glad they did this one today and next week i'll get like a 20 gigabyte download that's not going to take me five hours um (laughs) my internet is garbage um
0: dude this one i I think it was just nice
1: That they gave us a tease of what's to come. Um,
0: If you liked that tease, if you didn't like it, then it just turned you off hardcore. I mean, you can...
1: The thing with... is like, they want you to use the stuff coming in year two. So, like, in order to do that, they have to have a trade-off. Like, if you want to keep using year one guns, that's fine. But you're gonna have to go, like, work for it. So you're gonna have to, like, constantly be...
0: So will, like, infusion stuff work differently with the new guns?
1: It'll be the same. Um, oh, so I'm still going to have to go
0: gather those resources, is what you're saying?
1: Maybe not as much resources,
0: I was saying.
1: Like, okay. stuff you'll be getting.
0: Okay. To be also, fair, like, let me clarify something. Let me clarify one thing. I was talking with Alejandro, because I was pissed about this, and I was trying not to cloud uh-huh. his opinion. And he's like, well, I was just doing activities. Like, I opened a chest, and I got four resources. And I did a public exactly. event, and I got four resources. So I'm like, okay, well, that, I mean, makes it better. That's but the still, thing. Is like, I'm like,
1: all the new guns are probably going to be like, use the resource from the reef and you're gonna get so much of that fucking resource because like doing the flashpoint on mars i got i think it's called seraphite is what it is Mm. i got like almost a full stack of seraphite in like an hour i was like oh good god like what but yeah so
0: i just can't it's gonna be worth it i think it's gonna be fine but like i'm i'm pissed right now i'm like i and i'm just i'm upset about crucible because like that was the one thing that i like to do like, for my weekly milestone, like, I would go do Crucible. I wouldn't do Strikes. I wouldn't do, like, all the public event stuff. I'd get bored with that. I like doing Crucible. And now I'm like, well, I guess I'm just going to go play Titanfall 2 when I want to do PvP. Because I mean, this sucks.
1: Who knows? Maybe next week the bows come out and you're just a bow sniping master. You're sniping people from across the map with a bow.
0: It's not. I mean, aiming doesn't improve because of a gun. My aiming is bad. It's gonna stay bad. So I'm gonna keep hitting those body shots while people are hitting me in the head. Is what's gonna happen.
1: So you're you're at like a three on the hype level, and I'm at like a ten. I know. We need to be at least at like an eight together.
0: Well, then they should have released the story for Forsaken when they gave me all this other stuff. That's all I'm saying. They could have solved this problem if I had a story that. I'm watch that cinematic. I'm gonna get choked up. I might cry and then i'm going to be super excited to play the story. Very so. cry. I haven't watched it. I don't want to. I'm going to be surprised. Um uh, but yeah. I just I'm just like uh I don't know. Alejandro, someone... I asked him. I was like, "Did you how did you like that Crucible? Did you notice anything different?" He's like, "I didn't notice anything different." I'm like, "What the fuck? He must be really good at Crucible."
1: Maybe maybe
0: you just maybe I'm just real bad. Thinking
1: too much about it. Just play as you normally would.
0: I did, and I hated it, and I was like, this is not fun. I don't want to play this anymore.
1: Maybe you should become one with a shotgun.
0: Here's the thing. I tried my shotgun, okay? I get two bullets to start with. The first shot, I miss. Second shot, I hit body shot. Then I'm like, well, let me try to switch a gun or do something. I'm dead.
1: You melee. It's the old, the old shotgun melee.
0: My melee is going to do jack shit when I miss my first shot and I hit a body shot on him.
1: It's It's definitely a two-tap. You're two tapping those foot people. Same. If you shotgun them in the body, melee it. Anyways, we're on some positivity. I'm super excited for now. All right, I'll tell you the next thing.
0: <sighs> okay, let's move on.
1: Hashtag for
0: Cade. Hey, hashtag what? For Cade. For Cade, yeah. Oh, Bungie you. has
1: some sick uh, shirts at PAX West right mm-hmm. now, and I really hope they go on the store. Because I will buy one. Also, a little update: I ordered my Souls of Heroes shirt, so Sam and I will be wearing matching shirts eventually. Yeah. Even at the little. I mean, arms. matching
0: yeah. Destiny shirts. We kind of got matching shirts right now. It's fine.
1: Yeah, yeah It's
0: it's a new thing we're doing. We're just gonna match as as often All as time. possible. So.
1: You also happen to own a Golden Lovers t-shirt?
0: No, but I have a black shirt with yellow text that I believe says gotham uh what was the fictitious football team for the gotham rogues maybe yeah yeah i believe i I have that shirt that could maybe it could pass if we're just like from here i think it'd be fine okay we'll see about that all right right. do we want to talk about something else that may get us riled up even more not probably not even more just like not not nearly not nearly as much as we've been riled up um So we wanted to have a little discussion about betas. You got your private betas, you got your closed betas, you got your open betas. Cody, get us started on this topic. You, You brought this up for us.
1: Yes. So I've been noticing a trend lately about these private betas. Now, a closed beta, I can understand because it's generally you don't want a lot of stuff leaking out about the game. But a private beta feels different. So,
0: well, the closed beta generally anyone can still get into it. They just have to sign up ahead of time to get yes. into it. So it's still it's open to anybody if you want to try to get in.
1: Yes. Uh, a private beta lately has become the hey pre-order the game, and you get access to this private beta. And then there's the open beta, slash kind of demo.
0: hmm Yeah.
1: Uh, that a lot of games do um
0: the open beta it's just there anyone can go download it while it's in its open period
1: yeah so this kind of came to my attention um uh, a few weeks back i was really excited to they've been playstation and call of duty have been talking up this public beta that was going to happen for black ops 4 and it was kind of coming up I was like man i'm really excited for this i really want to try it and then like the day before the public beta was supposed to go live they were like this is a private beta now and so you have to pre-order the game to get in and i was like no, what? Huh? Um, and, like, Bioshock Four is going to have an open beta soon, but, like, the fact that I would have to pre-order the game to get into a private beta is kind of starting to bother me. And, like, I've noticed this trend happening. Like, Fallout 76. is not going to have an open beta at all. It's just a private beta. You have to pre-order the I, game.
0: As far as we know, it has not been announced yet. They're acting like the private beta is the only one that's going to happen.
1: All right, because I think the private beta is, like, a month before the game launches, yeah. so... And then we have the division two, which sent me an email because I was like, "Hey, I want to know about the beta." Mm-hmm. They sent me an email, and they're like, "Hey, when we well, can get into the beta, if you order the game." Now they may have an open beta as well. They seem like they would to test servers. Um, I'm
0: I'm almost positive that that's the one I just looked up. They're having an open beta, but if you, the private beta starts two days before, so you get more time with it. You get into it early, so
1: was that not battlefield 5 what we just looked up
0: that was battlefield 5 never mind i don't know what the division 2 was but (laughs) as Sam was just
1: saying (laughs) battlefield 5 is having a open beta but if you pre-order you get two days early so that's less of a private beta but it's still
0: if if you're interested in that one it's happening this week depending on when you listen to this podcast i believe the public open beta starts september 6th so check that out
1: okay um Uh, and so I've been noticing this increasing trend of like, hey, the only way you get to play, like, at least with Fallout 76 and possibly Division 2, like the only way you get to play our game is if you do this private beta thing. And I feel like that is reasonable to a point, but I also feel like it's bad because like how, like Fallout 76 is the first Fallout game to ever be like this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, it's the first one that's going to be like, like kind of almost massively multiplayer online. And so like, how do I know if I'm going to enjoy that if I can't get in there? Yeah. Now, like, back in the day, if I wanted to play a beta, I'd go to GameStop, i put $5 down, and, like, generally, they would give me a code for the beta. But I've noticed they stopped doing that at some point, and I don't know if they've started up again. Like, I could probably go put $5 down for 5 26* and give it a shot. But, like, I don't like this trend. Like, I like an idea of, like, if you want people to get interested in a game, have an open beta yeah have a demo
0: mm-hmm.
1: like i think the switch is perfect for this because the switch has so many demos yeah so like if you're on the fence about something you can try the demo exactly like we played the demo for Toad treasure tracker you found out you did not enjoy that game i found out i really liked it because we have to play a demo slash almost open beta um
0: yeah that yoku's island express that was a demo i tried it. i was like fuck yeah i like this about the full game
1: and like i understand where they're coming from like you know you want the hardcore of the hardcore so you can test servers and stuff and like that's reasonable to an extent like but like if we're trying cuz in, like, in the video game industry we're like they're always trying to get someone new to come in yeah. like you want someone to buy the Fallout 76 Xbox One X so they play Fallout 76 on but like how do you get that person to buy that Xbox One X if they don't know if they'll like Fallout 76 mm-hmm. because you won't allow them to try an open beta and We'll talk about the division 2 later on in a little bit because they're also having other troubles oh yeah but like it bothers me to a point that you're sending me an email saying hey the only way right now for you to get into this beta is pre-order it no like no no like i'm okay with the battlefield 5 scenario here yeah because it's an open beta but if you pre-order you get in a couple days early that's fine that's fine and blackouts 4 is going to have open betas soon I just felt it was bad that they were publicizing this open beta, and then they quickly switched it over to a private yeah, beta real quick. That's so bad. you got people hyped up, and then they was like, "Oh no, you can only play pre-order." So most, I'm sure, people pre-ordered to play that weekend. And like, Sam, what is your opinion on this? Like, does this bother you, or is it?
0: I would love for everything to have an open beta or demo, just so that you know you are putting it out there for people to to let them see. Like, you're missing a marketing opportunity to not let people try out your game. It's like, if you believe in your game, that your game is fucking awesome, people are gonna love it, give them the opportunity to find that out. Don't expect people to take a chance because like for a lot of people, 60 bucks for a new game is quite a chance to take and they're not gonna take it if they just like think it might be cool. I mean, they're not gonna pre-order it. They're gonna wait for reviews, wait to see gameplay footage, you know, like that. Um, but if you just make it available, I just think it would be so much, I think you would get more sales because people could see that they really like this game. Of course, you'll, you'll miss out on some people too, because they'll play it and be like, oh yeah, I don't, I don't need that game. That's fine. Um, but I think the benefit outweighs it. I think it sucks when it's just a private, you have to pre-order to get into it. Um, cause then it doesn't, I mean, I guess technically it's still a beta because like they're doing it to test stuff out. But it feels like it's just paying to get early access to it, which is yeah. not the same thing, which I'm okay with. I mean, I'm okay with paying to get early access to something like right now, if I could pay like 10 extra dollars and get Spider-Man a week early, I think I'd do it because like... I want to be. Pl- I'd like to be playing Spider Man on Labor Day when I'm home doing nothing. I'm like, why? Why didn't they release that a week earlier? That just blows my mind. Um, but you know, like I'm, I'm okay with that. Which actually, well, I guess that kind of leads into the se- second topic. But, um, but private betas are just like. I mean, they're gonna do what they're gonna do. But I think it sucks. So.
1: And like, I feel like the ideas of betas have changed over time because like. I remember playing Halo Reach and being in the beta. Um, and the entire idea was they wanted our feedback about how the game felt. And over time it's just become like, hey, you get to try the game early. This is to test servers pretty much, like, hey, Mm -hmm. like, can we can like our stuff handle it? Um and like there's been many cases where betas go bad because like the first day, uh like the servers were not ready for all the people that are coming in. So like you have to and like that's good, like that's a way to prevent like day one launches and like yeah stuff failing um but i just don't like this move of let's lock stuff behind a paywall um because like if someone really loves fallout 76 and they got into the open beta like they like the idea of it and they get into the open beta of fallout 76 that could be coming we don't know mm-hmm. and they realize like oh you know this this isn't for me like this isn't what i thought it was gonna be that's consumer friendly. Maybe not company friendly. Yeah. But like I don't know. And so like I just I hope this trend doesn't keep going. Um like I know Anthem has announced like, hey, there's gonna be open betas. Mm-hmm. Um but like if you pre order so and so edition of the game, like if you pre-order the game in general, like hey, you'll get like a couple extra um like private ones. So like I'll probably pre-order that game cuz yeah. I am super excited for it. Yeah. Um and I think as long as you're upfront and being like, "Hey, like we're going to have some open ones, but there's going to be some private ones you pre-order just like so yeah. you know now." I think that's a good technique. But like meanwhile in the case of like Division 2 and Fallout 76, we're like, "Could there be an open one?" Who knows. But right now it's like like private. And and like the Fallout 76 one especially bothers me because it's called beta and like uh, Homeboy was like, it's the break it early thing. Yeah. The best way to break it early is to have that to sucker open. In.
0: Yeah. So
1: everyone yeah. can come in who wants to play it. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I just. I'm not enjoying this, like, trend of the private betas. And, like, I, I closed betas are fine, in my opinion. uh, But, yeah, I just hope we kind of move away from this. And maybe we just move more towards a Battlefield 5 example of have it open. If you pre-order, you'd a couple of days early. So, that's yeah. my stance on it.
0: Just, just a heads up for people. Also, Trials Rising is having a closed beta. I think it's like September 13th through 16th. I could be off, but go to Ubisoft now and register for that bad boy. Because if you can get in, that's going to be fun. So, um, let's let's skip a topic and move on to this division topic because it's it's applicable. Um, so Mike posted this article in his disc in our Discord. Um, basically, the Division two they had said previously that all of their DLC was going to be free, which everyone was like, fuck yeah, that's gonna be great. Um, but now they're saying it's still free, but if you pay for this season pass thing or deluxe edition, I don't know what it is, pay something, uh, you will get all of the DLC content a week early. And you will also get a bigger stash, um, which I was confused about that because I'm like, why do I care how big my mustache is? I'm going to be playing a lady. So um, just kidding. Just kidding. So that's that's your inventory slots, um, which they haven't said how many the normal inventory slots are going to be. And they haven't said how many the bigger stash of inventory slots is going to be. It's just you'll get more. Um, but yeah, so like... Mike was like kind of annoyed at the principle of this. Like they're just like trying to get as much money out of people as possible with these things now. Uh, but this one, like like I said, like I don't I don't really care about this. I'm like, hey man, I'm I'm getting it for free. I don't have to get it a week early. If someone wants to pay for early access, that's cool. Uh, if there was something that I really wanted, like that Spider Man game a week early, you know, I'd pay for that. <laughs> so I think I think that's fine. You know, I mean these companies if we want them to keep making stuff outside of the base game, I mean, they they have to pay the bills. So mm-hmm. it seems like a like a fair solution to, to let it go early for people who want to pay for it. The rest of us get the benefit. What do you think, Cody?
1: Yeah, like, I don't think this is for someone who's, like, got a casual interest in Division. Like, yeah. this is a diehard person who played Division 1 and, like, Loves a Division game. Like, that's who is going to buy one of these pre-orders that gets them the content. Early. I think the issue is that we've... A lot of people have become, like, anti-company. Like, with the debacle of Battlefront 2 and EA yeah. and, like, all the things EA has done wrong over the, like, last year, uh the loot box scandal, Um we've become very anti-company when it comes to video games. Like, we do not... We think we're being like mugged of our money and i don't think that's true <laughs> like they came out and they're like hey first year content is free
0: wait is it just that's the first year money.
1: it's just the first year content oh, okay after that i think they'll okay start making you pay for stuff they'll oh, do yeah. like like how destiny is doing for sake right now they'll be like hey pay 40 bucks get the rest of this content okay um, but the first year content for division 2 is free okay. um that's a lot of money that they are putting yeah. into designers uh audio designers uh play testers just to give it all out for free like so like i do expect like division 2 is probably going to have some microtransactions they're gonna push these pre-order things because they have to make up their money somewhere and that's not bad that's what a company should be doing i get that it looks bad on paper now the issue is like i will take a, i will take like we'll talk about it like um Let's say your starting stash is 100 and they give you a bunch of nonsense items that fill up the stash and you can't delete. And the only way to get an increased stash is pay 5.99. That's how you get an increased stash. Or, hey, if you did the pre-order, you get 100 extra stash slots. I will take an issue there. Like, yeah. that is, you are rigging the system by not having me be able to delete things to make me pay extra money. That is an issue that we need to watch out for. I think people are just taking it a little too extreme right now. They're like, "Oh no, this is the worst."
0: Yeah, um, and I don't believe that's the issue on this one because, like, they people from Ubisoft were saying, "Like, you'll have enough inventory slots to get by. It'll okay. be fine. These are just extra ones yeah. if you want to collect everything and never get rid of stuff." Is basically uh,
1: yeah, what like, they said. So I mean, like they're not—they're
0: the not hindering the game.
1: Yeah, like we said at the beginning, like this is for either a super hardcore people or people mm-hmm. who just want to like be able to have content early like that's yeah. what these are for like if this is not for you i don't really understand why it's bothering you that much no offense <laughs> to like mike or anybody but i do think we've become very anti-company in in the video game world
0: but i think also an art the argument that can be made um by some people is just build the game fully and put all your stuff in there from the get-go and then you don't have to mess with dlc and getting stuff afterwards just build a full game period and let it be done which you know yeah yeah that's but great that but opens like,
1: a door for like what constitutes a full game yeah like could we say the D- destiny 2 at launch was that a full game like was that 60 dollars worth some would say yes, some would say no. Like, it yeah. becomes a person-by-person case at yeah. that point. Um, and then some people would be like, well, hey, we include... If we did Destiny 2 with up to Warmind, that's a full game. That's what I would have paid $60 for. That's the issue, it becomes a case-by-case mm-hmm. thing. And, like, the truth of the matter is, like, video games should be costing a lot more. Like, at this mm-hmm. point, like, we've been we've been writing this $60 video game thing for a while. Like, video games should probably be in the $80 range at this point. Um, in Australia, We're very we lucky. Are.
0: And or I'll show more. you there are. They should or be $100 more. in Australia. They probably are.
1: Um, good point. Right. Um,
0: <laughs> They're super expensive in Australia.
1: Yeah. So we've been writing this like hey, video games are this price and like they don't change. Like if you change you are a crazy person. Um, and so like I think that's the issue is like these designers have to make a game and realize like hey, we're funding thousands upon thousands of dollars into a game and like we can only charge $60 for it.
0: Yep.
1: And so based on goodwill, we're going to give you guys the first year content for free and spend more thousands of dollars. And like the the division two could come out and feel like a full game, like in it for that $60 yeah. and like all that content they keep adding. Is this going to be more stuff to play? It keeps you coming back. Like I guess the other thing is now we're moving into a, a world where these living games
0: mm-hmm.
1: are more constant, like destiny two division two Anthem, uh, fortnite like these games constantly have to have content updates and like when you have a game like fortnite which is making 300 million a month yeah in skin sales so they're like hey let's just keep putting stuff out like it's a model that's hard to see failing at this point so like if you make a living game and give content for it people will come for the content if the game's good
0: yeah, and it's it's one of those oh. things. So even if you say you have a full game and you play it through and you're done, you're like that was great, but I'd I'd like to play some more. But that's all there is to the game. Then you have to like wait exactly. for a sequel to come out, or you can have these DLCs that come out. So like Spider Man just announced three DLCs that are becoming out later this year. Which I saw that I was yeah. like, oh god. I, I I don't want any DLCs. I think I'm just going to be good with the main game. It's going to be fine. But, you know, I might get in there and freaking love Spider-Man and be like, okay, I need more now. And then be gung-ho about getting, like, the season pass for Spider-Man or something. But it's just, like, it's just a way to, to let you have something you like for a longer amount of time. Just keep going with it. I
1: wish just say, like, there are cases where DLC is a bad thing. Where, like, it's very clear, like... And some of the previous Call of Duty games, it is very clear that they cut maps on purpose. Mm-hmm. It's actually been, like, founded that, like, if you get a base Call of Duty game, you can go into the code on the CD and you can find all the DLC maps already on the disc and they are charging you for it. Those are bad cases of DLC. <laughs> yeah. But, like, let's take Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. That game came out almost, like, six-ish months later, five-ish, they came out with a big story, a story DLC. Mm-hmm. People played it. They loved it. Yeah. Um, Spider-Man sure, is going to be a similar way. They're going to like re- release it. When's the first DLC to come out? October?
0: Probably. Yeah, I think it's every month. October, November, December.
1: Okay, so I like think. you have a month to like beat the game and like maybe you're like just like starting to not uh, like you're like, oh, I don't really need to play Spider-Man anymore and then boom, a DLC drops. And, yeah. like, And it seems like they're working really hard on the DLC. So like, I think like, as I said, I think we've become just, it's ingrained in us to be cautious of mm. companies and if they're doing these kind of shady things. And to an extent, I could see how the Division 2 thing is shady because, well, at least I could have seen it until they came out and they were like, hey, like, you guys are good on stash. Like, don't worry about it. Um, I do think just have, like, because I think there's four things that there's the base Division 2, there's, like, the deluxe there's ultra deluxe super deluxe so like have like at max three maybe <laughs> at max two four to five different versions of your game is going a little overboard yeah. um so make sure like i think there's like call of duty like two years ago had like five different versions and i was just like no like we don't need this guys like come on it's okay to be anti-company because like yeah. we all been burned by a company in the past like battlefront 2 was what definitely it should not have been like it and it was a good thing they got to fixing it before release or else that would have been a dumpster fire um but i think like just take a step back like not everything is the end of the world when it comes to a company like ubisoft is not trying to mug you they're just trying to like give you the option to get content a week early that's all i'm saying guys
0: yeah and i mean there's just there's so many options out there like you want to you okay there Drop I dropped my pen. Okay. I was trying to drop the mic, but it was just a pin, so it wasn't as effective.
1: Um, you can leave comments calling me a corporate shill uh, on our YouTube <laughs> channel because I just defended companies. <laughs>
0: No, it's it's fine. So like, you know, play your game Maybe that's all you want to play play some DLC if you want. That's fine Hey, if you're getting it for free if you want to pay and get early, that's great If like all of this is just too much for you You don't even want to deal with it all these new games. It's just like what's going on paying money for new games 60 bucks That's a lot. Let me tell you what you can do because there's a great option out there It's called Fuck oh, frick, I forgot what it's called. Is it Xbox All Access? Is that what yes. it's called? So there's this new program, yes. which I think is fantastic. Okay, uh, Microsoft will now give you, like, a, a lease to own an Xbox One S or an Xbox One X, and you get uh, Xbox Live Gold, and you get Game Pass for about $35 a month which is fantastic and it's a two-year commitment and then at the end of those two years uh you own your xbox so this just like it makes so much sense to me cody like this is like this is a fantastic idea why haven't people done this before a probably because like it hasn't been necessary before like playstation hasn't done it because there aren't like PlayStation stores or like Sony stores just out and about the same way that there are Microsoft stores now, which is like where I guess you have to go to do this. I don't know if you can't do it online. Um, But it just seems like a really great deal. Like you don't, you don't have the money. You don't want to make the investment to buy a full console. Uh, $35 a month is, I don't know, maybe I'm like too privileged, but I'm like, that doesn't seem like very much, you know, it seems like a really good deal. Um, I mean, you'd be paying about fifteen dollars a month anyway for Xbox Gold Live, Xbox Live Gold, and um, the Game Pass. So like, it's only like twenty bucks more to like just rent an Xbox until you own it. Um, And it's just like a way to bring so many more people to the platform. Which, you know, Microsoft—they're just trying their hardest. Like in this console race, they are doing pretty much everything that they can, um, short of having like the best first-party games out there because like sony's got that the corner on that market they're not letting go of their best first-party games but like microsoft is doing everything else right and they're just doing such a a good job of it um cody what are your thoughts
1: i think this is a great thing um i like i kind of hope sony takes the idea and maybe brings it for the ps5 that'd be really nice um No, I think this is a great thing. Like, this gets video games in the hands of more people who probably couldn't afford it at first. It's hard to, like, with bills and with day-to-day, day-to-day life stuff, like, you never know when an emergency is going to happen. It's hard to be like, well, I guess this month I can go without eating lunch for three days and buy a $500 Xbox. Now you can pay 35 bucks <laughs> a month. and Yeah. And, like, and you're paying, like, half the price of a, almost half the price of a brand-new video game. And you're getting mm-hmm. an entire library of games on game pass you're getting new games monthly through uh game pass and xbox live gold yeah um and any game that has multiplayer you get to play because you get the yeah and then you're getting all the xbox first party games which right for, uh forza, forza horizon uh is coming out soon mm-hmm. um so like you're getting brand new games through this and like i think microsoft got a lot of shit but, like, I think they have 100% right at the ship. And, mm-hmm. like, they're doing amazing work. And I think this is a big, very big step for a company. Um, I do agree. I don't think this would work for Sony. Because Sony does not have physical stores here in mm-hmm. the U.S. But, obviously, Microsoft would. Um, it's I'm sure it's, like, a renter center thing where, like, mm-hmm. if you're behind on your payments, they just come to your house and gonna kind of repose it.
0: <laughs> oh, that's sad.
1: Uh, they... Throw your Doritos and Mountain Dew out the way, and they just rip your <laughs> Xbox out the wall. Um, I, I guess I could see them doing it online, maybe have like a kill switch in it where like it won't turn on oh, unless yeah. you bring it to a Microsoft store. And then the people at the Microsoft store obviously know like if it's the kill switch has been activated, yeah. you haven't been making your payments. So they're that like, seems, give us some money.
0: This seems leave. really high tech, but really cool, that also. Be, like, that's
1: the uh, future. It be kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I think this is a very great thing. I mean, that Xbox over there is technically, like, my mine and my brother's. And so maybe, like, I'll be able to have my own Xbox One through <laughs> this program. Hey, well, you need to start um,
0: playing that Xbox more <laughs> or else your brother's yeah, going to take it back.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh. But yeah, I think this is a great, great thing from Microsoft and I hope they continue to pave the way with these, like, innovative ideas. I, I really do hope Sony steals this one, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. I wouldn't mind doing this for a PS5
0: and i just like when i bought my xbox a few months ago like i kind of i was like i just wanted an xbox and then like i bought it i'm like did i make a mistake should i have done this i didn't need this you know I'm, like, i, I oh. did the
1: same thing with the nintendo switch yeah. i was like i was like oh god did i fuck up by doing this
0: but like i've i've been proven wrong like this is this was a great investment i like i play so many games on game pass and it's just like it's fantastic there's just I mean, there is an into it because like, you know, there's only so many games there, but like I haven't gotten through all the ones that I want to play and then they just keep adding more. Like Quantum Break is coming in September, which I've always wanted to play that, but I never wanted to make the investment to buy it. So now I get to to play it there and it's just like, man, good job Xbox. Good job Microsoft. Like you you're, you're doing a good a good thing. So, I'm I'm a proud Xbox owner. So. All right. Uh one other quick news story i guess um so uh daisy the another zombie game uh is now available on game preview and i was reading the article about it i was like oh that's cool because i want to go try that out because you know why not uh it's not free it's thirty nine ninety nine on game preview so i was apparently under the misconception that anything went into winning uh, excuse me anything going into game preview was always free because like all the stuff i've tried on it has been uh but apparently not apparently you got to pay for this one so update i will not be playing Daisy because i have no interest <laughs> in paying 40 bucks to play this other zombie game um yeah i don't know i just wanted to to state that for the record cody
1: um other small bit of info. Uh, last week on the show, Sam and I both were like, yeah, Divinity Original Sin 2 comes out uh, August 28th. <laughs> nope, not the case at all. Uh, we were, I, don't, I swore it was that day. I um, swore it was that day. <laughs> so, sorry about that, guys. Some misinformation on our parts.
0: Misinformation. We, I mean, take what we say with a grain of salt. Because, I mean, we do our best, but uh, we don't we do not do much fact-checking before the
1: show I mean, we, we, we do some fact checking we, i mean
0: we, we sometimes sure. you misstate stuff like i was talking about the battlefield 5 uh beta when i thought i was talking about the division one yeah so, you know but hey it's you know I mean, we're we trying our best here guys we try to be honest um but just sometimes things happen i don't know
1: we didn't actually play D. we just lied about that
0: i mean that was completely fictitious and we just like role played that like we didn't talk about it beforehand we just went with it so all right right. um i think that's probably gonna do it for tonight's show today's show this morning's show depends on when you're listening to it um yeah yeah uh thank you everyone who's tuned in we would love to get a review on itunes if you were so inclined or hey just like tell a friend be like hey you like video game podcasts i got one you could listen to it's called geek art games they're not completely truthful sometimes but they're a lot of fun (laughs) Yeah. Uh, if we've got some listener questions that we will try to get to in the future. And if you have any questions or comments you'd like to send us, you can send us an email at contact at geekartgames.com. We're on Facebook and Twitter at Geekart Games. We've got our live streams over at twitch.tv slash geekart games. And you'll probably you'll have missed this by now, but just this past weekend we were doing a live stream of the Gambit. Test mode in Destiny Two. It's the new PvP, but also PVE uh, Crucible kind of. But it's just it's it's its own unique thing, and it's coming to, with Forsaken. But there's an early preview, so we're, we stream that. It's going to be great um, over on YouTube. You, oh jeez, oh my god, my talking is so bad today. I apologize, you guys. Um, Geekartgames.com/slash/YouTube is where all our videos are. We got lots of. Resident Evil 5, I think we're getting close to the end. We're in, like, the next to last big chapter. Um, so, yeah, we've been having a lot of fun with that, shooting zombies. Be sure to check that out. Also, we've got the video versions of these podcasts. So, you can see all of the funny faces we make. You can see every time I actually do air quotes, uh, Cody just made a real ugly face. Don't don't make that face anymore, sweetie. Wow. <laughs> Fucking rude. I'm sorry. I guess it's was- canceled. Oh dear! Oh dear! This is just... Oh, I feel so bad. I'm not doing a good job as host today. I'll try to do better the next time I host. I'm so sorry, you guys. Um, if you'd like to buy a Geekart Games shirt, that's at geekartgames.com/slash-shirts. We really need to make some new shirt art. Um, I keep saying that and then not doing it. We should work on it. It'll be it'll be fine. Um, I'm in on. Um, oh jeez, I still can't talk. I am on Twitter. Uh- At S-K-S-U-V-A-K Cody
1: I'm at Convo Cody
0: Yeah, thanks everyone for sticking with it Um, Hopefully I will learn how to speak Better by the next episode (laughs) Um, Or maybe I haven't been drinking, maybe I should be drinking And that would improve things, (laughs) I don't know Anyway Cody, take it away
1: We're just two geeks Who heart games Do-do-do-do-do-do-do Yeah
0: Nice. I mean, I do feel like you missed an opportunity where you could have said who heart betas, but that's fine. That's fine. I think you, the way you did it was lovely.
1: I was going to try to make funny your noises you were making when you were talking about Rise and give like a.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <But> yeah.
0: <laughs> we're just two geeks who heart. <laughs>
1: yeah, just sort of make it like power ranger noises
0: oh (laughs) yeah it's
1: morphin time
0: sorry
1: it's what it reminded me of when you were making the noises like it was just like (laughs) these are some like some they had some guy go into a room and just make action noises for power rangers
0: (laughs) i should be an action noise maker for tv shows do it hey You know, whatever.